Blog Talk Radio. for the show today um, I just wanted to say um, I hope we get more and more people because this is a little um, taboo I almost feel like topic that we're going into and so anybody that's joining us I I welcome them and um, please please definitely um, um, yeah join the conversation um, if you have to just listen or whatever I just think it's really important just to break the ice, it's almost like um, cancer was many, many years ago. So let's break the ice and open up the, the doors and tear down the walls. And, um, yeah, let's do our thing. So, anyway, welcome, everybody. I agree with you there, Fiona. I think um, a lot of people don't like to talk about about death and dying. And, and I think the fact that Vivian and you came up with this idea is wonderful because, you know, I know in my family I have, you know, I've lost so many people and they've crossed over and, and, and my family does not talk about it. I'm the only one that talks about it. 
And they they, they, right. they don't even mention the names or talk about the people and, it, 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 you know, about the loved ones. And I, I think that, you know, I believe as a medium that when we're, when we're actually, you know, when we keep communication with our loved ones here, we keep that communication and it can get stronger on, you know, with the loved ones on the other side, you know, and, and I, I just wish everybody knew that, you know, that if you, if you keep that communication going, you know, you don't, it doesn't stop right. when somebody crosses over. Right. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. So I think That's it's for important sure. to know that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, so uh, I have what, to say, uh, this is truly a, a love yeah, a love of my heart, right? Like Rose and Fiona are saying. And uh, I do work with a lot of my guides and spiritual guides and because, because of my near death, right? Because I didn't listen when they told me that, like, don't do this. You're going to end up hurt because I'm there. Well, where am I going to get this from? Like, who's talking to me? So believe me, when you almost die, you really start to listen. So <laughs> you really start to listen. And this show is how this has come about. And uh, I do have to tell you how this show come about so you really can understand the depth of how – uh, Fiona and Rose and me, how we care and are passionate about this topic, and uh, why we wanted to bring it forward today. And uh, and you know it, it's taboo, but but it isn't because it's so much part of our life. Like we all live, we all die, and it's it's always around us. And then like the elephant in the room, we need to talk about it. Like like Rose was saying and Fiona was saying, it's so much of us. So it's something that is such a big part of us. We need to open up, like and break those bar- those walls and barriers, like Fiona was saying. You know. And uh, so telling you a little about me, because I want to know, I want you all listeners to know where I come from. So you, so I can share with you, so you can understand me when I tell you that I, I'm, I'm reaching my heart out to you, that I'm compassionate and I want to, to, to touch your heart, to, to know that you have a safe place here to talk to us and know that we are, we are bearing our soul to you. This is soul to soul communication in every respect of the word, with spirit, with all of you. And it is the deepest part of the moment of life when we do die. And again, death yes. is never the ending, it's the beginning. But to understand that, and because we're so surrounded with grief when this happens, with a loved one especially, that we forget that in that moment. And it's those moments I want you guys, the listeners, and so you can call in and, and talk to us or listen to the replay of the show and understand that your, your emotions, your, your, your tears, your, your heartache, your sadness is being heard. Because even though it's part of our life, there's also pain and, and suffering at times with us for the one that's dying and also for the one that is grieving. So we want to, you know, be able to, to really break the doors open and say, hey, we're here for you. And so I'm six, as you can tell by my voice, I'm so excited about this show. This is truly where I'm definitely meant to be. When I look back at my life, I, I, you know, if you look back at your life, especially if you had a few years of it and that, you, you see a common thread. And the common thread in my life is nursing. You know, that was the first thing I knew I had to be. So I've been a nurse for over 30 some years. And in, in that, and of course, when you're a nurse, you, you see p- patients and clients at, at, their, at their worst and they're in their need. And, run. and of course, I was with patients that died in, in that as well. And then, you know, it continues on from there. Like you, you even, to show that this is so much a passion for, it even went even deeper. And especially when, like I had that near death, when I almost died and then basically faced with the death itself and to understand that. And even before that, I, you know, with nursing, I went to palliative care. Palliative care is where you go into the, into the homes and you help the clients, you know, to help them with their pain and, and, and their healing so they can transition, you know, from this world. And that's such a rewarding. And um, it, to me, it was a privilege to be even a, be in that home, to offer any kind of expertise I could give them to make their, 
you know, their, their, their life even more, uh, their quality even better of their life as it is, to, to be able to, to look back at their life as it was, to share it in the, the memories with their loved ones still. So it's all a family. It's a get-together. It's a, a celebration in, in, in its, its own. And to me, it was a real privilege throughout my, my nursing career to be able to do that as well with people. And then with my near death and me being wheelchair-bound and almost dying and basically having a foot in the spirit world, it really opened me up then. So, you know, when you don't listen, things will come to you again and again and again, and they do. So there was my spiritual guides that actually stepped forward and said, okay, now, you know, we're trying to prevent you from getting hurt and almost dying and being in a wheelchair, but believe me, I listen now. So even though I'm not sure where they're going to bring me, I do listen. And today, this is where they have brought me, to be able to share and with Rose and Fiona for us to be able to share with you guys, you know, what we think is so dear to our heart. And, you know, and then, you know, I've been, like I said, I've been with patients that died in the hospital at that moment, but also I have been with loved ones. And uh, in the past 10 years, which was a big one for me, it was my son that passed away. And there I can honestly say I had one foot in his, in, in his world, the spirit world, which is just like a veil, just right there, and the other foot here. And with that, I learned so much, and, and I healed. And this is a healing that I want to offer everyone as well with this healing, what we know, and the knowledge that we gather from all of our experiences. And, you know, and that would brought me to being, becoming a shamanic practitioner, where we sometimes where our loss and our grief and trauma is so great that we lose parts of ourselves, and we've got to bring those parts back. So, you know, um, our journey of where we learn everything, the experiences, when we're really open to who we are, uh, has brought, brought me here to, to, with all of you today, today, and even with Rose and Fiona, with all their experience as well, like all of us are spiritual healers and teachers. Uh, we connect with the other side, uh, you know, and there's so much more. Rose in, in herself, she's a Reiki master as well as spiritual healer and teacher and a professional medium. Fiona is an angelic empowerment practitioner as well and, and a medium as well. So it is so neat that the three of us are here today to be able to allow you guys to, to connect with us. And, we, you know, I mean, my honest wish for you, is that even the vibration of our words touches your heart. And you know what? And I'm being told by my guides right now, it's not only going to touch your heart, it's going to touch your loved ones in spirit. And in that connection with the three, right, Rose, with your, the, the Trinity, the three, it'll be healing for them, yes. the ones in spirit as well as for you as you're standing and listening to us. So, yes, we, I definitely, as you can tell, I'm just so excited about, about this show. Actually, this show was supposed to be starting in last year. And last year, it's, it's interesting how things happened. Last year, 2017, I lost my brother. And I say loss because it's not a loss in, it's loss of the physical world, but it's a different kind of a, a connection after. So it's, it's a different kind of, and we'll, connect, we'll make that more clear later on as well in the future shows. And then, and then in December, uh, actually, when I was posting the banner of this show, I posted it, and I also I got told this show's not going to happen. And just before my mother passed away, unexpectedly as well. So in less than six months, I had lost both. And with this, of course, they're with us, even they're with us today and they're surrounding us today, but it makes you realize how the timing of a, of a show and the divine timing of everything is as well. And Fiona and Rose, I'm sure you're going to understand this when today, March 20th, is the spring equinox. Can you imagine this show starting on the spring equinox where, it, you know, it's the healing and, and, and death becomes a rebirth, right, Fiona Rose? Yes, 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 absolutely. It does. And totally agree. Regeneration, I mean, right. I find it's just like our show the week before, The Power of Three, when we figure out some of these dates and 
Vivian, I know when we've done our previous shows, like I was amazed that the day our show came out and with the numbers, because I do that, I just go, wow, that's just amazing. So spirit is always working with us and supporting us in ways we just have to 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 understand or see or um, to be able to be conscious enough to pick up the signs that are all around us and acknowledge yeah. them. Exactly. You know, it's it's twelve twelve here, which is three three. <laughs> mm-hmm. As you were saying, <laughs> you know, that, I look down. <laughs> and, like, and you know, and you know, Rose. What your uh, if you would have started this show on the Friday show uh, la- last last year, right? You wouldn't have been there, so we yeah. wouldn't have had the power three as well. So everything, even when they set things up, sometimes when we don't listen, when it's time. They set things up because they're always working for us or working with us because they want us to be all, you know, the thing, all that we can be, right? And that's so it's just yeah. perfect, perfect timing. The, the day is perfect timing. Whoever's listening is perfect timing. So so with this show, um, it's going to be all about you guys calling in. And, you know, we won't be doing many readings today, per se, because we want to leave this hour to do to answer the big questions about death and dying. Like, if you've been with a loved one at, at their bedside at the hustle, like what's going on, like even to do with pain, like anything we share with you, like I'll have my nursing experience, but if it's just an opinion of us, we will tell you. So then you can just take what resonates with you, right? Because that's what's most important, what resonates with you. But in, in a big part too, this place is a place for healing. So we really want to open, you know, with all that. And we are, all three of us are very comfortable with, with death, you know, and um, personally and professionally. And um, it's a large part of who we are and the understanding. And so we're, we're here today to share with you, all three of us, that uh, we share with you with what you need to know and go forward from that. So the calls that if you're listening on, and if you're listening, if you thought, like, because most of our shows is mini readings and that, if you're listening today and say, oh, I thought it was for a mini reading, stay on the line because there's no coincidence that you're supposed to listen to this show today. Because there's not one of us that is not touched by somebody that's dying. Even if it's not right now in your life, you will know somebody say, oh, my mother is having such a hard time. I don't know what to do for her. Like, I, I just don't know how to reach out for her. I don't know how to tell her how much I love her. I don't know how to tell her what's wrong. Like, I don't, I don't know. This is the place. Don't you agree, girls? This is the place to be right now. Right. Yes, I agree, I agree. totally. Because I, I think, um, you know, for one, uh, Vivian, you know you've had a near-death experience, so you can understand what I'm saying. You don't have a fear of death, do you? Do you have a fear of death? No, just, not just at all. to ask. No, I didn't think oh, no, so. Oh no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, I know. I studied. You know, I've never had a near death experience, but I know that my mother had had a couple near death experiences, and of course, she told me about that because we were both mediums, and she sat me down and she told me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've never actually experienced one. And I really don't want to have to do that. <laughs> you don't have to. I'm listening, right? So, um, I know that, uh, you know, I studied them because I wanted to know. I wanted to prove to everybody, you know, as a medium, that you want to do that anyway. That's a natural thing. It's a, it's a, a push. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's your purpose to try and prove that loved ones exist on the other side. And here I was seeing them in physical. So I thought, oh, well, you know, I'll just um, – you know, try my best in any way I can to prove the existence of life on on the other side, right? So that's what I did, and that's why I became a medium. 
but I never experienced it myself, but I've studied them. And um, that's one of the one factors that you, that you have is you're, you're not afraid of death. Most people that have had them, they will tell you that. Right. right. And you know, Rose, yeah. And you know, Rose, I didn't like some people actually like their heart stops, the brain stops, there's no activity. I didn't get to that point, thank goodness, right? But I did get to the point right. where I was saying goodbye to everyone, and then I had such tremendous pain in my body, and that all left. And I was left with a, a peaceful, calming feeling that is indescribable. So, uh, you know, there, yeah, it's just, it, you're just there, and it just, everything is fine. The peace and the calmness, the beauty, it just surrounds you. So, my brain and my heart didn't stop. But I still got to experience that part, which was, like, tremendous, and I'm so grateful for, for that as well. So, And, you know, um, and I'm sure you felt that, Rose and Fiona, that uh, when they pass, you are greeted by your loved ones. And I do have to – the oh, guys are telling me to back up a little bit. Right. Um, when I was with my brother in the hospital, I was with him when he, he passed as well. And just before that, the evening before, like, he had his, his stepson there, and – and I didn't know, I've only met a stepson a couple, uh, couple times, even though we were very close, my brother and I. And so he was going to leave for the evening, and it was midnight or so. So I, I looked at him, and I says to him, I says, and I says, you know, I says, uh, my brother's name was Denny, and I said, you know, Denny is very strong. I says, and you never know. You never know with people their, their strength, what they can do, right? Even if you think it's the final hour, you never know, right? But I said, I was telling him, see what's happening here? I said, I want you to look at him now. Cause I said, when you come back in the morning, I said, he, he probably, like I said, you never know 100%, but I don't think he will be here. So this will be the last time you actually physically see him here. And I was describing to him what was going on, uh, you know, on the physical level, on different levels. And, and this, this, you know, and I never thought of it because it's so, I'm so comfortable in that kind of environment. And like I say, he's only talked to me a little bit a couple times, and he just stops and he looks at me and he says, how do you know all that? And in that moment, I said, Oh, you know, and I, and I told him, I says, well, I, I, I'm a nurse, but I knew then, even then, it was more than that. But that what even propelled it even further to get this show going, because I realized that there's, you know, sometimes it gets to a point where we have to share our knowledge. We have to share it because, you know, and tell you the truth, me doing uh, radio shows, I'm a lot more comfortable doing one-on-one with people, tell you the truth. So this is stepping out of my comfort zone because the guides are pushing me. But I know if I can reach more people, that we all can, Rose and Sean, we can reach more people, it will, ex- it'll, it'll spread even faster. And that's what this show is about, is spreading the healing faster. So those three words, when he said to me, or four words, he says, how do you know all that? It clicked this for this show to begin. So, and um. so with that, and sure enough, I'm afraid t- t- two hours and two and a half hours later, he did pass. So it came to, to the realization. But as I was sitting there with my brother, my daughter was beside, beside me as well, and his wife. And, and at that moment, even before his last breath, even be, his heart was still breathing, he was still, his heart was still beating, he was still breathing, all of a sudden, and I wasn't focusing on anybody or anything other than him and holding his hand and being with him, all of a sudden I could feel the joy and the laughter of my son because he is actually was named after his Uncle Dennis. So, and I says to my daughter, I says, oh, my God, I says, I says, Riley, Riley's here, and he's just so happy. His Uncle Dennis is going to be with him, you know. And the joy and the excitement was like, you just overcame me because it was, it was so wonderful, you know. And that's when you truly know you're with spirit is when it comes totally out of the blue, girls. Don't you agree? When it's something totally out of yeah. the blue, yeah. you're not thinking about it, you know, and then it just resonates through your body. And, you know, so 
like uh, like Rose, you were saying, and how you don't fear death. And and I don't. I was I was fortunate enough. Like you don't all have to do that. Please don't all do that. Go to, get to that point. But you're that ill. But um, also, if if uh, Fiona and Rose, you have felt that time where the person has felt that relief in that, right? You know, yes. when the person is close to, or even like when you're talking to, you're connecting with spirit. You don't have to be at the point even. That's the thing. You don't have to be at the point where somebody actually is dying to connect with spirit. You don't. You you know, right? Right? Rose, Fiona, right? You don't have to be right there. You can connect with them anytime. And, you know, and 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 especially with Rose and Fiona's gifts, you can go back to that time, even be at that moment. That You know, that is what's the beautiful spirit. It's nothing that you can't. People say, well, I never got to tell them this. I never got to share with them this. They They were dying, and I could never tell them I love them. It's never too late. That you know, is with the beauty. Right. And when I do mediumship readings, honestly, the spirit will tell me, the loved one will tell me, you know, what was said in the room. Or they will say, we're, you know, if the person couldn't make it to the hospital to say goodbye or didn't make it to the deathbed, then then the spirit will tell me what where this person was and what they said and, you know, what was said, or they'll say, oh, you kissed me on the cheek, or you, you know, to let the loved one know that they were there. I think that's a very beautiful thing that we, you know, as long as you're open to it, you're, you can see it. You can see the other side. You can communicate with your loved ones. There's not, I always tell my students that there is not a boundary there. We create that boundary. Right. Right. It, it's it, yeah. we're, it's there, you know it, it's never not there, and I think it's beautiful that we that our loved ones come to us, you know, Vivian, like you were saying, you know, they, they come to us, you know, before we cross or before they cross, and they let us know, you know, they or after they cross, sorry, after they cross, and they let us know that they're okay, you know, and right. and, and I think that's very beautiful in that that whole knowing. Exactly, uh, and that's what I like to call the gift of knowing, uh, Vivian, is, you know, you just know some things. Things just happen, uh-huh. right? And then you're you're like, wow, this just happened, you know. But I, I think it's beautiful the way it works. I really do. I think it's set up perfectly. Um, and I do think, and I, I, you know, it's so crazy, but, and this may sound crazy, but, as I'm on my journey, you know, my journey through life and mediumship and all of this, I've come to realize that not all of us have to have a near-death experience to understand the other side. Not all of us have to experience that because we experience uh-huh. it through spirit. And and right. so it, it, it just, it all Thank works goodness. out, right? But those ones that do, it, it like, it, it catapults you into, you know, okay, I got it, my purpose. This is what I got to do. And I've always believed that we are shown things at the times that we need to be shown them and in perfect timing, you know, to get us to move forward, to get us to do a show like this, to get us to, you know, wake up to the possibilities of what's going on. And I think it's absolutely beautiful. I just had to comment on that, ladies. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Um, you know, I just want to share is that, um, you know, with, I don't have a large family, but I'm the only family member left in my core of four. And so it's, it's a weird feeling. It's, 
it's whatnot. But um, I'm finding that <clears throat> when my mother passed, because of where I was and what I had the understanding of, um, and I had um, uh, actually my mom was she had broke her hip, and so she was in the surgical ward, but. Her kidney started to shut down, and with her age and with everything that was going on, um, we got put into a separate room and da-da-da-da-da. Well, my morning nurse that I had actually worked on the palliative care um, floor. And amazing conversation. She said, I had to give that up because she said, I was so frustrated um, with the doctors of what we could do. And, like, so she had to leave it. I mean, she worked there for many years. And there's that... You know how you just know there's there's something she was strong and she helped people but she was frustrated with the system of what it was about so I had a great conversation with her but um, what she basically when my mother was just about to cross um, she said you need to get in and do whatever you do she said because you know she knew what I was doing what I did so she said go in. And so at that time, I went in and I put my hand right on my mom's head and I put my hand, I took her hand, placed it over top of her heart and I had my hand there and it was, I'm kind of getting choked up thinking about it, but what I witnessed and what I saw, she had a breath because she had problems breathing at this time. She had a little breath and I kind of turned to the nurse and I said, is this it? And she said, just wait. And what I witnessed, my mom had the biggest breath. I mean, it was interesting before I could feel the energy. I I jolt when I work with people healing, when I'm clearing. It was almost I felt like I cleared something for because I kept jolting. And then, to my surprise, um, she had the hugest, big breath. It was huge. And it was, and then it just, and so for me, I know with my own knowledge that that's what they talk about. It's that last breath. So my understanding of witnessing, being there, feeling it, experiencing was, I knew my mom had crossed. I knew my mom had gone to the light. I knew she was there. So for me, it was really quite when people said, oh, you know, they're worried about mom and I Basically, I say, and they think I'm crazy. I said it was actually the most magical experience ever um, that I actually had. It was it was magical. And then we were in a different. I live in a small town, so we were in a bigger town. So I was home that evening and was just watching TV. And I witnessed on the left side. I could see in my peripheral vision. I could see my mom, what she looked like lying when she just passed. And she fully moved across my visual sight, all the way across center, and then went to my right-hand side, and she disappeared. And so, again, that was my other sign for me. And, like, I wasn't tapped in at that time. It just came. I saw that clearly with my regular eyes, and I'm going, okay, she's gone. She's on the other side. She's happy. She's peaceful. So... The whole experience for my mom was probably, as I said, it was the most magical thing that I've ever witnessed. Um, But, of course, I I went through the anger bit because I was angry how things happened. 
But then I had to go back and think. My mom did have lung cancer, and she was just getting into the point where she was having to take um, morphine. And But I kept saying every day, I said, I just don't want my mom to be in pain. I just don't want my mom to be in pain. Well, guess what? She fell and broke her hip. Well, usually at that age, the age of my mother, usually it, it's what happens. It, it's kind of um, one of the things that happens, breaking hip. Because the surgeon, when he first saw her, said, oh, this is really easy. It wasn't back. It was going to be great. Da-da-da-da-da. Um, but um, it was just. I had to realize, I had to think back and I'm going, crap. I asked for my mom not to be in pain. So this was the easiest and best way for my mom to go without being in the pain. Yes, she was in the pain, but I know having lung cancer, I mean, it's long and it's ugly. And so I'm going, I'm grateful and thankful. And I really, I asked for this to be this way. So when I had to really own up and accept, wow, I asked for this. And, of course, it's that shock of how it was brought to me. I don't know. I don't know what I thought I was going to get. So it was, but it was that shock, It was, and it was that anger at first, and then I took that step back and going, no, I asked for this, and it was brought forth for me. And I'm actually very, very happy that my mom didn't have to suffer through that pain um, because I could already see what was starting to happen. So, again, just a different perspective and whatnot. I thought this was done perfectly. I feel like my uh, mom had had the perfect death for how for what for her to cross. You so. know, I I have to comment on that because I understand exactly what you're talking about. Fiona, when my mother crossed, um, she had congestive heart failure. And I don't know if anybody's ever seen somebody pass of congestive heart failure, but it's kind of like labor pain, uh-huh. okay? She would have an attack, and then it would go a few more minutes, and then she, they'd shock her back, and then she would have another one, and then they'd shock her back. And each time, those minutes would get, you know, it would get less time and less time. And this went on for quite a while, and I actually – you know, I was my I was very upset about it because I told my brothers and sisters, you know, mom did not want to go that way. She talked to me all the time because we connected on that mediumship level. So she talked to me and she told me I don't want to die that way. If I if I go out, if 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 you know I'm 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 dying in there, don't let them keep shocking me back. So this whole time I'm telling my brothers and sisters this, and they're just not paying attention because they're holding on to that physical side of life. And they're not understanding what it's like on the other side. And she had told me what it was like cross, you know, and what it was like there and how much she wanted to be there. And that's part of the reason she did not want to be uh, shocked back, you know. And every time she would wake up from being shocked back, she would look at me like, are you going to do something about this, right? And I finally I had to scream and holler and carry on. And this was probably after an hour of this going on. And um, they finally listened to me and they, I said, you need to let her go. And they said, okay. And I actually sat down and I, I walked up to her and when they shocked her back, I told her, I said, mom, if you want to be, if you don't want to be shocked back anymore, give me a sign. And she, I said, blink twice. And she blinked twice. So I was like, okay, there it is. You know? 
So the next time that she went into cardiac arrest, they did not shock her back, but I held her hand. And my mother died with a smile on her face because she knew where she was going. Mm. And I seen her spirit rise. And I held her hand when she crossed. I felt it. So I think, you know, people miss, they, they misunderstand that, you know, First of all, they they think that the loved ones are always in pain, and and this is not the case. You know, uh, the the pain's only for a few seconds or a few minutes before they cross, and then they cross. So, I mean, that brings a lot of comfort to the loved ones, you know, to our loved ones here. Um, Yes. Well, I just wanted to tell that story because I had experienced something similar. And, And, Vivian, I want to also touch on the fact that, what you do is absolutely amazing. You know what I mean? Here yeah. we call that hospice, right, where you they, they go into the home and they actually help the person cross mm-hmm. over. That's actually a beautiful thing to do. I remember when my mother had, she had open-heart surgery, and back in the day they used to, you understand this, they used to cut, they'd start in between the breastplate and they'd cut all the way around the body and they'd come back uh, under the breast on the other side up into the middle. So basically they would cut you in half. And my mother had, you know, had that actually done to her and had died on the table when this was being done. Uh, Meanwhile, my brothers and sisters and I are sitting out in the waiting room, and a lady, and this is amazing, and I don't even know if this lady was real or not. This This is just, she came in, she sat down, and she said, I just want you to know that your mother's gonna be okay. Right. And she just, you know, she comforted us. And then she got up and she walked off and we looked for her and we even asked the hospital where she was. And they were like, well, there was, there's no such woman. So I just take that as that was an angel watching over her. Right. And and letting us know and giving us comfort. But there was also when my mother died when my mother crossed I don't like to say the word died I like to say cross because I don't believe we die at all okay so um when my mother when my mother crossed you know for the final time there she um there was a lady that came in and she said this you know she actually said to me she said this is like giving birth this is the way she's dying and she was definitely a, a living breathing physical person you know, and, and, and said that this is like birth pains, this is this, and this is, and I kind of look at it that way because I believe that I, from what my mother's told me and from what I've seen in doing readings, you know, doing my readings with loved ones, when they cross over, their whole family's waiting there for them. It's like a, a party. It's like, it's like when you come into this world. It's like the, all the loved ones on the other side, you know, they, they can't wait to see us and they can't wait to spend time with us. Right again. So I, I think that's really beautiful, and I just wanted to add to that. I wanted to tell that story because of what Fiona said, and so you could see the similarities in that, right? Yes. So yeah. Yeah. It's it's beautiful. It is beautiful when you get to say goodbye to them in that way. But even if yeah. you don't get to say goodbye to them in that way, you still have that conversation that you can have with them. Right. Well, you it's. Still, Yes. I feel like my yeah. my dad believed in any of this stuff, and he's since passed. But um, I know when my grandmother died, um, he was out. She was in the hospital, and and it's funny because 
I remember this story that he told me and that he had left. He was going to go, he was going to go home um, to her house and then come back um, later. But he got to the front door of the hospital and he said, it was just about like I, he said, I froze there. And he said, he felt like he shouldn't go and he went back. And so he went back again and um, he sat with my grandmother for quite a while then, and he did leave, um, but he, she did pass while he was gone. And I think that's also sometimes there's some people that they want to pass on their own. So it's I don't want people to feel guilty, but I think for my dad, it was he was relieved that he went back and had that time with her. Um, to because he just had that sense, that feeling. No, he needed to go back and spend that time with her. So whether he talked to her or held her hand, they had that connection. So I feel like that my grandmother felt okay. I've said my goodbye to my son, and now I can go. So again, it's different for different people. But here was my dad's own experience, who wasn't into or believed any of this stuff. Um, felt it as a non-believer. So um, I just thought I'd share share that and that experience. So, um, yeah, it's just everybody's going to do things differently. Did you see that? No, I got to backtrack a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll just have to backtrack uh, just no, a little no, bit. I, I and, and the reason is, I, I wasn't gonna. Say, uh, there's some awesome. No, oh, there's some awesome <laughs> posts on the on the thread. We're gonna have to share for yes. sure. I just have to yes. backtrack because I I know that uh, there's whenever we share a story, people are are thinking, well, well, I didn't do this, I didn't do that. So I'm gonna backtrack a little bit to Fiona at the beginning. How you were saying, Fiona, that I asked for her to to that she have no pain, and this was her death that she had. And and that's that and that's awesome and it, it works out like wonderfully for your mother. But I do have to add that uh, because sometimes we think, oh, I this is what I asked for and this is what I got. It's my fault. And even and cause I, people thinking, you know, when after things happen, oh, I did this and this and that. No, I want everybody to know that right. you know, as as right. powerful as we are, as powerful as we are, their death and how it happens, as far as when it is happening, that is always for their highest good. So yes. that so that can come in two ways, right? When we're right. with somebody and they're in, having a lot of pain, and you're thinking, why doesn't this person go? They're in so so much pain. But sometimes that pain is there's something that they have to work through as hard as it can be. But that being said, I'm a great believer in pain right. control and relief, which is where the expertise comes in. But I did have to add that, Jonah, about that because some people no, might and, say, well, I wanted this, and she, yeah. Well, and it's just I guess because. Um, I feel in a way because I realized what I had done and I un- I understand exactly the words you're saying at me but because I think I did focus and my mom didn't want to be in pain and really I mean I was frustrated that I mean here she was going along and things were kind of getting better I was getting her organized and boom she fell and so and she broke her hip um but so so I get it. It's just you know you do you think that I never I never felt guilty about anything, and because oh, no. again I have the knowledge, 
of things will happen the way that they're supposed to happen. I I trust I trust within that, but it's just like, you know, when my dad died, it was like my dad had pneumonia, you know, all of a sudden he was in the hospital here. They had to airlift him to Calgary and they put him into a coma because he was having um, he, stuff was happening with his heart and they didn't want him to have a heart attack. Well, I never got to talk to my dad. Thank God my mom phoned me and said, they're airlifting your dad to Calgary. And it was like, holy crap. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm house cleaning. I look like a piece of crap. And I, I did, I hesitated. I thought, oh, he'll be fine. And cause he just had pneumonia. And then I thought, no, my husband did come home and said, you better get your ass over there now. And I'm so glad I did because it's the last time I, I spoke words to my father directly to him that he actually respond to me because when he was in the hospital in Calgary when I was in, he was put into that coma and he never, ever did wake up. So, again, it's those moments of what's happened and when things happen suddenly, um, yes, I mean, my daughter's even talked to me. She said, yeah, she said when grandpa went, he was just, it was so sudden and it was a shock and it was, you know, it's all those feelings that come up and, but it was, it was, and I'm going, it was perfect for my dad because my dad wouldn't have wanted all this fuss, all this other stuff around him and da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And we all agreed it was the perfect way for Divide. my father to yeah. go. Divide. Yeah. So. So yeah, Fiona, that's perfect. Like, just wanted the listeners to understand too that because yeah. like you have a lot of training and that understanding, and but literally that uh, it's always on in divine timing. There's a lot of things we can do to assist and with healing as well, and that is always at the perfect time for that person. So that is really good. Yeah. And I, I just want to mention something that Rose had said as well, and and with her story, which is so beautiful to be able to be there, Rose, with your mom at that poem, at that moment, and then the gifts you had to be able to say, okay, that's enough. She just wants to go and that. And being that said, you were able to be there. But I want people to also understand that at times that uh, that person that is, is dying, will also, often it will happen in the hospital and the person's the family's been there and been there. And often they go, uh, go out just to have a coffee and they come back and their loved one has died. And they think, oh, my God, I just missed it. Sometimes it's not meant for them to be there. So I want people, callers and listeners yeah. to know that that's okay as well, right? And and the beautiful yes, thing with the and talking to yeah. Spirit, yeah. right? So, you know, it's awesome. We have these experiences. We also want to know the other side that it's okay as well. So our biggest, you know, for this show is for people to understand that we're, we want also to give you the insight and the knowledge and what you can do when you're at physically with them as well. And then we can go on further mm-hmm. in spirit as well. But that's the biggest thing. And, uh, yeah, so that I is agree, just, uh, yeah. just perfect. Yeah. So now there's a, actually, there is actually a isn't that awesome? There's a comment in the, and I'm not going to read the name. There's a comment in the thread, but she has, she says a very good post. And I'd just like to share it. Um, she had, a, uh, she talked about when her grandfather died, when a friend of her died, when people in general that, that she knows has died, she, ha- she hasn't really felt any sadness. She feels sad for when the person is dying, but after they die, it's like the sadness just gets lifted. And uh, yeah. she feels at times, she's been, you know, feeling guilty. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, what, that, it, it, because I think this person, right, Rose, is feeling that she knows the connection doesn't f- continue on and that how you right. have have also that it continues on. So you don't have that sadness per se, 
And but that being said, you know, and even us as as mediums, and we know even though we can connect with them, we still get you still grieve, you still feel the sadness and sad because they're not physically there. So both are okay, right? And it depends how close you are to that person. But it's a real, you know, and you all agree, Rose and Fiona, that you know that we know that life moves on, and and that's what we're just trying to share with all of you how that helps us to to heal as well. But sadness is okay. We have to grieve. There's nothing wrong with that as well. And if you feel it or don't, that's okay as well. It can just be in the process of where you're at right now. So I thank you for sharing that comment with us, and and it's just uh, great. And uh, well, yeah, and you mentioned uh, that wrote something about that. Yeah, well, that that's actually on um, uh, the chat. Um, actually, told his story, and he said I was visiting my grandfather in a hospital with a lot of my family. I had left. And I drove home. I was like 16. I got this feeling and I drove back, rushed back to the hospital, and my grandfather had passed away. I got to kiss him on the forehead. And the Vivian said, that's beautiful, Dax, and Dax as a gift from spirit. We had expected him to live for a few more days or so, but spirit said, no, you have to go back now. You know, I believe, too, I I have to say this, that they, they, you know, they – Kind of going back to what um, Fiona had said about, you know, let me read that again. Now I forgot how I was going to say that. Um, I I believe that sometimes they let go because of us. Kind of like what you were saying to Vivian, you know, you leave the room and you're not necessarily meant to be there when that person crosses. Mm -hmm. I I think that, you know, that's spirit's way that's the the loved one's way of saying okay i'm gone it's a release and i know i can't go why this person's here in this room because it may you know affect them in the way i go so maybe they're not meant to be there maybe that's a release not only for them but for us also i think there's always two sides to it i think it's absolutely beautiful the way everything works out and the way things Mm -hmm. are done and to also go back with the um you know, you said, uh, Vivian, I'm, I'm getting lost here now. You said something about going, uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll say it when it comes back up. You know, you get one of those things where you forget. <laughs> so yep. it's okay. I'm getting don't come old. Back. Don't I'm come getting back. old. Yeah. Come back. <laughs> My uh, mind's moving too fast. I can't catch up with it. I'm going to just share, well, maybe too. Well, will take mean, a little break. The protocol that people are expected to do, because I know – um, just before I got married, um, my um, brother's um, firstborn child um, died of SIDS death. And so here I am supposed to be excited about my marriage, and but, you know, I'm thinking about the protocol of what's acceptable and what's not. And I was talking with a really good friend of mine, and basically I said, well, hey, sh- like, am I supposed to postpone, you know, the wedding because it's too close to the death? You know, I didn't want to offend anybody and whatnot. And my good friend, just he just turned around to me and he just said, no. He said, you know what? Life goes on and we can't stop our own life. Um, yes. You know, we've, we've paid our respects, but we didn't have to, to stop. So... I did. I went ahead, and um, and I didn't. But I just it was it was great that I had somebody else 
say that to me, and I always remember those words that my friend Ian said to me. He said, Fiona, life goes on. You can't stop living. And so it's just, um, I don't know. It just I just thought I'd share that because we get all mixed up and, you know, we feel guilty because the protocol of what we're supposed to do because that's what everybody says. And through the deaths that I've gone through and, I mean, before my mom died and I, I said to her, I said, look, I said, I'm not about to have a funeral just because it's, it's one week. I'm supposed to have the, the week of the after the death. I said, no, I'm not doing that. So I'm just telling you right now, like we have this open conversation um, with her. And I just said, I'm not doing that. I said, because I'm not going to be in a spot where it means anything to me. Um and my daughter was pregnant. She didn't live in the town. And I said, you know, it just just stuff coming up. And I just thought we openly talked about it. And I know even in where I am, a lot of people were upset with with me because they thought I was disrespectful. And of course, this was my mother's friends and age group. And you know, basically, I thought, well, do I have to post something in our little newspaper to say, you know what? I will do this when it's right for our family. And it's almost like I want to be able to go there and share stories and not have tears. Um, you know, there still will be tears, but I want it to be fun because that's what my mom even says. She says, yeah, she wanted, you know, a celebration of life, not the the heaviness of it. And I think now, um, you know, I'd love to have something where, my mother was a bit of a character that I would love to have her friends like her bridge ladies and they're all crazy too, come up and share their stories of an experience with my mom. But again, it will be done on my timetable and I feel okay about that. But it's interesting how society says, no, it's got to be done this way, this way and this way. And I'm going, no, I've had that conversation with my mom. She knows. So I, I just, yeah, I had to well, live I think it that's a culture. Well, I think that's a culture thing, too, isn't it? It's a culture thing because yeah. it depends on the culture. Some cultures celebrate death. They they wear white and they, they celebrate the life of the person. And that I'll tell you honestly, that's the way when I pass, I've already told my family, hey, you, I don't care how you bury me. <laughs> Just have a celebration of life. Remember the good times. And I think if people would talk more, um, I I think it's a sign of the times also, Fiona, because right. I think that nowadays, you know, you have more people open to this than you did back then. And, and you know, maybe her friends just, they just don't understand because it is a sign of the times, you know. Right. Uh, so it, it, it's, it is changing and that's a good thing, right? Yes. That's a, that's a very good thing. So so that's what I feel. I, I know that in other, other cultures, because my father's culture did not want anybody to mourn or cry or anything like that. Matter of fact, I had a real hard time with that one <laughs> because he right, didn't want right. to, and I held on for three days till he actually came to me and said, it's okay to cry, right? So, wow. You know, he did. He really honestly did come to me and tell me, uh, go ahead right, and cry. Right. And after three days of him being gone, are crossing over, I didn't cry. I held it in. Right. And he right. had to actually come to me to tell me to let go. But that that is, you know, the, it's a culture thing. It's a culture thing. And, and, right. and it's a, a time a time thing. But um, 
we we have we have some announcements we have to make some sales correct Fiona do you right. want to give us some sales yeah. I didn't mean to cut in honey no that's okay so um well what you can do and anybody that's on the Facebook page listening to our show um you're in angelpractitioners.com and you can go into the info page and go in and find out about um, all the courses that are available. But they do have a sale on right now where you can get all three of the core co- courses, which are the it's the angel work, tarot, mediumship, and numerology. And so you can get three um, for the package deal of 197 and I believe... They were originally, I'm not sure if they were 197 each or I think they were a little bit more. I'm not sure on that. Sorry about that. You can go into the website if you're on there and check that out. But I think for the three, I mean, it's a great way to step in, learn, um, become more knowledgeable um, um, with, with almost the spirit world and how to look at things from a different perspective. So it's a great place to go. So angelpractitioners.com and check it out. Thank you. Okay, great. Awesome. Um, so the upcoming shows, so on Thursday, March 22nd, I was Dax Carlisle and son were not born at, they're still off. Cause Suzanne is moving back to the UK on Sunday, March 25th. That's a host Bernadette Garden from Ireland. She will have a special guest, Melanie, Ahi and Cho, hope I said that name right. And that's in 6 p.m. Ireland, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. And on Monday, March 26th, that's the show with Maria G. Moss, Janice Fuchs, and Dax Carlisle. Uh, that show is, is not airing until the next week, the returning April 9th. On Tuesday, you're back with us, and we have a special guest, Medium's Stefan Daltmeyer. Did I say that right, Rose? Yes, Stefan Daltmeyer. Stephen okay. Daltmeyer. Okay. Yeah, Stephen Delmeyer. <laughs> he's he's a psychic a medium. Yeah. Awesome. And again, that's our time, awesome. 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And also, uh, we have Angelic Rums Radio has a sister network now, and it's called Psychic Talk. Talk, And you can reach that at www.psychictalk.net. And on March 26th, uh, they're having the show with that's with the host Dax Carlisle and Mary Brown, and they're uh, mystical musings. And uh, she will be t- Mary Brown will be talking about her new book as well, and that's at 3 p.m. Eastern. And they'll be doing mini readings with Tarot and everything as well. And then on March 28th again with PsychicTalk.net is with Dax Carlisle again and Janet Boyer, and they're discussing Janet's upcoming new book, The Naked Tarot, uh, Sassy Stripe Down Advice taking your calls and answering your questions and mini readings. And that airs at 11.30 a.m. Pacific Time and 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And all these shows and upcoming and psychic talks, you can find them on the info page, angelpracticians.com forward slash info as well. So that's was yeah, so there's lots. So even today we didn't do any mini readings. There's a lot of things coming up ahead. Our next show, again, there'll be mini readings as well. Um, you know, this show has been great, and we're for this show, from our, this is going to happen every third Friday of the month, the third Friday, the power of three, the three of us, and with the, all of you guys out there. Uh, this show will be a constant for you. You'll be able to turn to it. You'll be able to listen to the replays as well, which and sometimes you can't do it live on air, and you can listen to the replays at, again, angelpractitioners.com forward slash info. There'll be the replays as there as well. And uh, so we will... Uh, 
So again, there, there, we're never going to have a specific topic for the show because we really want this to be guided by your calls. And your calls are what is important as well. And uh, as well, uh, we're taking uh, questions off on the Facebook thread, which also you can join Angelic Rum's uh, Facebook group, and that way you can also ask questions on the Facebook Live as well. So it's, it's uh, been awesome. I, you know, I'm so tickled how this has jumped, to this, to, jumped off today, and uh, I can't express my joy. And I know my guys are just thrilled with everybody that's on this show, that is on, that's helping produce this show that also is in the, on the thread that's reaching out. We do feel your love. We feel your love from your loved ones in spirit, and we just want to reunite you all together. We want you to heal the ones that are here as well in the physical world. We want you to heal with your loved ones when they're still present as well so that you can also connect and do the, say the things that you can say when you are here. It gives you more opportunity, but then don't forget, you can also say them afterwards. Uh, Rose, any last thoughts? No, that's that. Uh, no, that you you covered everything, honey. <laughs> uh, I talked fast. You did. I you covered fast everything. And I see our time is running out. <laughs> well, you, you did. You no, covered no. everything. I think one more thing I do have to say, actually. Uh, what was it? Um, when you said that uh, the chat, the lady in the chat room said something about not feeling uh, when the person passed, right afterwards. I have to say real quickly. Um, I, when my brother passed, I didn't, I didn't, my brother passed and then my father passed and my other brother passed. I, I didn't feel as, as I didn't have as much grief. Does that make sense? It's like that because they were coming to me in between that, I didn't feel it. Right. So it, it, it was like they never left. Okay, so I can understand what she's saying there, right? But I just wanted to clarify that because I just remembered that's what I wanted to say earlier and forgot. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and ladies, it's been a... You agree, Rose, there's never, uh, you know, everybody grieves differently, they feel things differently, and it's all okay, right? Everything is okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Everything, every, everything is right. all right. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah, because we're all in different stages, and then we... Oh, and we heal. And that's so important for people to understand that, okay, I'm not feeling this. I don't get this. Like, what's wrong with me? There is nothing wrong with you. This, you know, and that's why we're, you know, reaching out to everybody. There is nothing wrong with anyone. It's just where you're at at the no. time. And when we learn and grow and we heal together, that's what we're here for. And you, Fiona, do you have any last words? Well, what, what I'm actually finding, because, you know, the mediumship hasn't been, it's something that I've just come into where I'm actually training, um, doing a lot of training for. And the the section that I'm just on now is about the, you know, the stages of grief. And really, I'm just going, wow, I really need to learn and understand more about it. I know kind of where I've been and I haven't gone through but it's really an understanding of other people and there is no timeline there is no timeline um, for that grief and so when people there's nothing wrong with with any for anyone to do anything so I think it just opens up um, and I hope that this um, show that we're doing now opens up a place where people can communicate their feelings in a safe environment here that they're not going to be judged and that there is no right and there is no wrong. So that's what I'm hoping that this whole, um, this 
spot that we have once a month is for people to be able to openly share and express their true feelings and have open discussions. And through that, Vivian, you're saying, it will offer them a chance to heal themselves um, for even thinking in a certain way or feeling a certain way because there is no right, there is no wrong. So that's, and you know that, I'm excited. That, and that ripple, remember that, that ripple in the stream, you know, because anything you help yourself with, you will touch, you know, many. It's just as simple as that. You can't help but do that. So anything you learn and understand right. and heal, and that's that's what we're all right. here for. But, yeah. Oh, right. Exactly. Oh, wait. Yeah. Beautiful. So I beautiful. Go ahead, Rose. Sorry. No, you go ahead. <laughs> no, no. You were, you're, you were going to say exactly what I was going to say, Rose. Beautiful. <laughs> All right, I, I said that's beautiful. I, it's a beautiful way to end this show, right? Yeah. So, um, is there anything else you want to say? Is that what you were going to say? No. Nope. <laughs> no, all I was okay. going to say exactly what you said. A beautiful show, and I thank all the callers and everyone for listening yes. in. And uh, and well, welcome back every month, and we're looking forward to connecting with all of you. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Ladies, it was a great show. And it's always a party with spirit. Yes. Remember remember to smile. Your smile will change the world. (laughs) Woohoo! Have a great week. You too, ladies.